Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This episode is brought to you by United Airlines. What's new with United? New and redesigned planes with things like larger overhead bins with room for everyone's roller bag, power outlets at every seat, screens at every seat, and the ability to connect your Bluetooth headphones to those screens. Plan your trip today at united.com or on their award-winning app. Final delivery schedule subject to change. Hello and welcome to Skim 109. I'm Scott. And I'm Kim. And we've done 109 of these. Holy cow. Well, 108 of these, I guess, because no, one. This is 109. This is 109. Why is this Bart Simpson doll here? I, I don't know. Uh, we're back at it, everybody. It's nice to see you all. Uh, it's only been a week. Amazing. Uh, sadly, that is amazing. It is amazing. Over the holidays, it was rough. Yeah, it was get, a little bit rough. Get an hour of time in. <laughs> you know it's rough, so I want to get this out of the way while we can. Okay. Uh, the little one, Phoebe, who's only 15 weeks old. Had to have her tongue and her upper lip burned out. So it's called or something. A, it's called a lip tie. So yeah. it's the skin right between your lip and your gums. Right. And then tongue tied. A lot of people have heard of that, where it's underneath your tongue. See, and I always thought tongue tied just meant, oh, you can't speak. Why? You're you're, yeah. you're discombobulated, so you're not getting words out. But really, it's a physical. It's thing? a physical thing. Okay. And she, and they did it while she was tiny because she hasn't had as good a latch with nursing and stuff like that. But. As they're older, if they haven't done anything, it can, can not always, but can sometimes um, cause speech impediments and things like that because right. they're just, their tongue doesn't stick out as far and things like that. And didn't you know somebody who was like fully grown that couldn't stick their tongue yeah. out? Yeah, she always stick her tongue out a little tiny bit. So it's that's a thing I'd never even heard of. But um, the alternative was you let it go and supposedly it tears on its own over time. That's horrible. Well, she... Right after having this this procedure done, which is by laser now, they used to cut it. Oh, it's lasers? Which, yeah, and now it's a laser, so oh. it cauterizes it. So but did they de- deaden it or anything for her? No, just go they, for it. they're so little, they can't really do that. Ugh. Imagine putting a needle in. <laughs> That's freaking, freaking torture, though. <laughs> so, but it's, she said that it was so much better nursing right after. Like, really? her little lip has, she's just got this pretty little lips that she is now... Now they you know. they they can freely behave. Yeah, because <laughs> up till now, I mean, but I everything's c- better. It, right away, it was better, and I did notice with her when she was, um, her expression when she would smile and stuff was a little bit was a pinched. 
yeah. Like a little, uh, like she couldn't quite. And now it's a little bigger smile. Yeah. It's she really actually cute. looks a lot more like her brother now, which is weird. <laughs> but anyway, I hated that because she should, you know. You weren't even there for that. No, I Taylor had to sit there and hold her. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I don't know how you can do it. And then when she came back, she was kind of cranky, obviously, because she just had her face lasered. But she, uh, she was slobbering like a monkey, just blah, <laughs> everywhere. Poor little thing. Anyway, so that was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was, it was a rough week for poor Tay. <laughs> yeah. Taylor had her own set of things when she was little. She had her kidney thing. and mm-hmm. we had, Didn't we have multiple surgeries for that or just the one? Just the one. It felt, was eight. Like, it felt like a Well, lot. there were a lot of procedures that they did to find out what was wrong, and that was horrifying. Yeah. So, yeah. I hated when she was, if she was hurting at all. Any of them. They, none of them have had like. It was especially had a surgery. hard. For Nick her. had some stitches. Carter had her neck almost broken. Yeah, Car- all of those things are hard when your kids are little. Yeah, I don't like any of it. So it's, it's the part it's of parenting. It's just as hard as as a grandparent if you're near them. Um, if you live close enough to be able to be around them when these things happen, it's just as bad as when it was your own kids. Do you think those people that Carter, whose whose snowmobile Carter slammed her neck into that time that almost broke her neck when she was seven, do you think they still? She kind of blamed herself. Do you think they still do? I don't know. Because they kind of we haven't I talked still, to them. I still talk to Rachel. Oh, you sometimes. do. Uh-huh. Oh, how are they? They're good. Okay, their kids are getting older. Yeah, <laughs> I hope so. When they were babies, and our kids were like five. Yeah. So they probably got what teenagers, mm-hmm. late teenagers. Yep. Late, they not dead, not not like dead late, but you know what I mean. Like <laughs> <laughs> older, <laughs> older teenagers. teenagers. What I really meant there. <laughs> um, have you noticed? This is a funny thing. So Kim and I have a routine that I don't know if this is weird or not, but I think it's just like comfort food. We like to watch Seinfeld at night before mm-hmm. we go to bed. We've seen every episode a billion times. Oh, yeah. We but we still like it. it over all the time. Yeah, it's, it's always starting a, over. I don't know. It is kind of comfort food. You just kind of just, you don't have to pay attention to it. No. But it's, you know what's going on. And if you do want to pay attention, you know what's going on. So it's kind of like. Yeah. Some people do this with Star Trek. Yeah, a lot of Star Trek people. Um, um, I could see doing that one day even yeah, for us. We have in the past. Yeah. We're, just, we're on Seinfeld right we're now. We're just kind of when on a kick. When we go to bed, it's like, turn on Seinfeld and you can fall asleep to it. Yeah, had a Futurama spin there for a while. We did... Uh, uh, Simpsons. Yeah, Simpsons just playing. What was the other one? Oh, Bob's Burgers once in a while yeah. gets some play like that. But anyway, we watch a lot of Seinfeld. As a result, um, there's something we've noticed, and you brought it up a few times, so I thought it'd be fun to bring up here. They're always eating on that show. <laughs> so they're always like at, at Moe's Cafe or they're somewhere eating something or in Jerry's apartment even. Oh, eating my bowls gosh, they're of cereal. always eating bowls of cereal, p- uh, pizza, yeah, stuff at the cafe all the time. Yep. And I don't think it's good that we get hungry watching it <laughs> at 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night, right? We rarely do anything about it, but I do mention it a lot. I'm like, oh my gosh, now I want a bowl of cereal. Yeah, and that one night we almost got like, pizza at like midnight well it was about 10 30 it would have gotten here by about midnight and if i was some undergraduate <laughs> 20 year old wiener head this would make perfect sense go ahead and eat at midnight who cares you have the metabolism of a hummingbird you just <laughs> you rip right through it but um we were if we would have gone through with that we would have complained the whole next day that we didn't sleep and we didn't sleep we had weird we dreams for this it really sucks that you get too old for that kind of stuff because I like the I like the impulse of it. Yeah. But it used to have no repercussions. Now it has like fifty. Yeah, I know. So. Oh well, we're getting old. Yeah. Anyway, 
if you guys have something you guys do as like a daily ritual like that, I'd love to know what it is. Like, do you have a thing you turn on and you just sort of, you know, zone out to? And I don't mean like, you know, white noise or... Or news while you get your makeup on in the morning. Yeah. Oh, it's how, not the same. I couldn't do news. I can't do news anymore. I'm done. News, no. news and Regular. I are on the outs. No. Can't do it. I like special, I like it, special interest pieces like, hey, there's a thing about... Um, I don't know, some kind of cool history thing, or there's a well, guy yeah. who makes music using his, his toes and a, and a bottle of jelly or whatever. All right. <laughs> I'm making that up, but <laughs> yeah, like, you are. <laughs> that kind of stuff is interesting to me. And you, if you, you know, take turn on NPR, you'll get some of that, but then they roll around to the headlines. I'm like, I don't want to hear all this stuff about everything that sucks. Cause that's what you're going to cover. Yeah. That's news now. Right? Most of the time, yes. Yeah, what else are they going to talk about? They're going to go, oh, today our kid did a really cool thing. No, they're going to say, uh, earthquake killed 50 people. Uh, some guy, you know, uh, raped a monkey at the zoo. And then, okay. you know what I mean? You All know what I'm saying? Right now. But you know what I'm saying? It's like I know what you're saying. Dark. But I hear what you're saying, too, and I'm not <laughs> appreciating it. <laughs> I mean, you know, sometimes my examples go a little far. But but uh, anyway, watch Seinfeld is our, is our answer. Watch terrible people doing funny things, okay? Um, also, I, this speaks a little bit to this. I don't know about you, but I feel like I haven't slept since the pandemic started, like, properly. I don't think I've had one night. Like, it's just having just this realization. All night, you woke up, and when your alarm went off and didn't... And that it was restful, yeah. and I didn't wake up going, ugh, everything hurts, or I was too tight, or I had dreams, or I woke up three times, like... I cannot tell you the last time I had that night. That you just slept all night. I know it was before 2020. I know that. Yeah. That's depressing. Yeah, it is. Or, and probably not healthy, <laughs> right? It's not. It can't be. It's, you know. Like how good can it really be? really important for you. Right. So how good can it be that, you know, three years in now, I'm like, and I tried. Like last night, I was like, I'm going to stretch and meditate and chill. And I'm going to like really think about. You know, be mindful. Not be on my phone, right? Before not be on bed. my phone. Not mm-hmm. think about anything. I'm just going to try to be chill, Magoo. You know, straight to bed. Let's go. Didn't, I'm still seeing my alarm or my clock at one and four and six. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. And then you know, this morning was kind of a little bit nice because it was like, oh, it's just us this morning. It's chill. The um, we don't have a nine a.m. show. Yeah, we had the baby. The, the or Van stayed over the night before that, and so that's always a little stressful because you're thinking about him all night and all this kind of stuff. And so we were like, oh, one of these mornings. And then Kim gets a phone call and we're like, oh, we're going to watch 15 dogs for the next four hours. <laughs> it's only 11. Dogs or hours? 11 dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Really? Is it really 11 dogs? Yes. That's more than I thought I was really exaggerating. But no, that's. Well, with our two dogs, it's 11 because there's some puppies. Yeah, they're the size of like game controllers. Yeah. They're not very big. <laughs> I just happen to be looking at them right here. Sarah is moving, and so they have a couple of house showings today, and so they had to have the dogs out. Oh, if anyone out there is interested, they have this beautiful little puppy with the cutest little nose. I just want to eat it. (laughs) If any of you are sitting around and going, man, I sure wish you could afford a dog like that, because they're usually like five grand, these dogs, three to five. She wants to sell that one for like 500. Yeah. Because they need to hurry. Well, because they have a new set of six puppies coming tonight. Tonight, right. Plus, they have these others whose eyes just open, and they've got this aging group that this little yeah. girl puppy's in. She's so sweet. She's the single one left from a litter, and she's adorable, but it's time for her to find a home. She's, I think, eight weeks or nine weeks. And they'll they'll ship them. 
<laughs> right? Won't they yes, do that? They have a flight nanny <clears throat> for more. It's cost more because you have to pay someone to do it. But right. they have a flight nanny that can take dogs to places. Yeah. But if you're local, psh, Bob's your uncle. We have a lot of local listeners. <laughs> so if you're just like, oh, we just moved into a new house and oh boy, sure could use a dog around here. <laughs> it's only going to be what did she say? Five to seven pounds. This is a tiny dog. Tiny little dog. Sweetest She's just thing. adorable. She so, was whimpering yeah. in my arms. I did a video of her. If you want to see her, to put her up on uh, <laughs> YouTube and Facebook and everything. So you can totally check that out if you'd like. But I'm, I guess back to my point, I don't know what to do. Maybe you need to sleep To restructure sleep. Oh, maybe sleep with dogs. <laughs> oh, you'd love that. Kim would be all for this. You get your own bed, sir. <laughs> I can't sleep with a dog. She can't sleep with dogs. I'm I always could. so af- I'd like anytime I move, I'm like, whoa, where's the dog? It freaks me out. We have one here right now with us. Hey. Hi, Rainer. Rainer, come here. Are you weirded out from all the animals? <laughs> she didn't like it when they all showed up. She was screaming and crying in there. But it's okay. She's she knows she's my girl. Oh. Yeah, she does. Can to be an old lady. Anyway, uh, let's see what else. Oh, this is how I, I this is something I haven't told you about. What? Here's the question. How do you know if someone truly loves their son-in-law? And I have the answer. <laughs> you you fill the garage with RC Cola nobody else wants. Well, it's for him and his dad wanted some and couldn't find any either. Okay, Shame. so no one on the planet likes <laughs> RC Cola except for Dylan and his dad. And Kim goes to the store and buys like, I don't know, five, t- 12 packs of the stuff. So I took out whatever they had because it's hard to find. You literally got everything they had. <laughs> the RC Cola and it is now filling up the garage. I'm sure everyone's like, I don't even heard of RC Cola in 20 years. Yeah. How many of you have heard of RC? I mean, RC Cola was like big in the 80s, mm-hmm. 70s, I guess. Uh, I don't know actually about that. But the uh, it kind of disappeared. And it never was really a challenger in the Cola Wars. You know, it never came close to <laughs> Pepsi or Coke, but it was a thing. And it was always like that other Coke or the other cola. And now that we're, there's a billion different versions of everything, to see it at all is so weird to me. Is so that, to see, Is that all it that takes to, because I love my son-in-law. He's awesome. Yeah, she does really like So him. if I just have to get a Marcy Cola, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm set. Yeah. If that's all it takes to, to keep him in line, all the RC Cola you can drink. <laughs> no, he's a good dude. And. That's just how you know when, you know, he, he, I hope they know know. that. I hope they appreciate it because one day when you're not here, when neither of us are here, will they remember? Oh, she used to buy me all that RC Cola. (laughs) Oh, they used to make us jambalaya every five minutes. Oh, they watched our kids in the drop of a hat. You think they'll remember all that? I think so. All right. (laughs) You have a good attitude about it and that's all that matters. This episode is brought to you by Undeniably Dairy. Did you know some cows might be snacking on seaweed? Dairy farmers are researching potential nutritional changes to their cow's diet to help reduce methane emissions. Additional research and innovation are helping them save water and spend less energy on every glass of milk. To learn more about what dairy farmers are doing to make their farms more sustainable, visit usdairy.com. Let us now uh, dive into emails and calls and stuff. I have a call today, which is going to oh, very cool. be a little bit of a new thing. But let's start with this text I got from uh, Hank. He sent this into 801-471-0462. And he says this, Dear Scott and Kim, Hank from, Ken- from Kentucky. I almost said Hank Tucky. Anyway, 
Uh, does Kim have a family in Mississippi that are hard to deal with for cultural reasons? Nothing in particular. Just wondering if uh, if it's just me or if anyone who lived in the South has this stuff going on. Hank. Everyone has this stuff going on. Yeah, I don't think it depends on <laughs> if you're from the South or not. Um, I mean, there are some cultural differences that make them hard. But I think that you, ha- you can have family that's hard anywhere you are. Yeah, we have definitely have hard family here. I can tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I, we do. It's just, you know, it's it comes the with the it territory. Is. It comes with the territory. You you start to mix people who are gra- grown up in different households yeah. right there. It can change a lot of how you feel about somebody. <laughs> oh, this is a funny, interesting thing about culture. So I was trying to understand why people were mad a couple of years ago when Scarlett Johansson got the role of the a main character in Ghost in the Shell okay. based on the anime and based on the, the manga. And people were really upset because they hired her, a white woman, to play this person in a Japanese okay. p- production. And my thing was, well, I don't understand why that's such a big deal. And people are jumping all over me because they're like, well, it's cultural appropriation. It's this and that. And I go, no, I understand if it's if it's a person. But the character in that in that graphic novel and later anime is a robot who who doesn't physically look Asian at all. But also she's an android. So my point was, well, if it's an android, what does it matter? And they came back and they gave me all these reasons. So I thought, you know what? Let me go to a source here. I contacted my nephew who's married to an actual Japanese woman who is uh, lived there her whole life except for the last few years. Mm -hmm. So still very fluent in the language, you know, all that. And they know this stuff from a cultural standpoint. And her answer back to me was... Uh, that it, um, I can't remember the exact words, but it's basically the, the style that they choose to, to create that content in like anime content. The reason everyone's got great big eyes and often blonde hair and all of that stuff is a stylistic choice, but they still intend for these characters and their stories, unless otherwise explicitly explained, they intend them to be Japanese. Oh, okay. But but in the case per- of it being a, a robot yeah. is is a, a different thing and and they weren't really sure if, if that counted but she said they or the the statement was also we think this is a lot of freak out about nothing it doesn't bother us so okay. they don't care okay. that Scarlett Johansson was in that role we do <laughs> so we're we're offended for them even though they're not offended isn't that cultural appropriation on its own a little bit <laughs> So that's We're why it's, get mad for them. Yeah, that's We're why there's taking a, that away too. Come that's on, that's why it's a really interesting, you know, back and forth. So somebody said, mm-hmm. so somebody followed up on that and said, "All right, well, The Last of Us, which just came out the first episode, they swapped a uh, uh, Joel's daughter is white in the in the um, game, but is black in the in the show. Okay, and I didn't even, didn't even cross my mind. It's fine, whatever. Okay. It doesn't matter. She's um, a great actor for that ma- from that. I mean, Pedro Pascal is also Hispanic or uh, I don't know if he's from Spain or Mexico or where he's where, where his heritage is. But he is also different than the game character who's mm-hmm. 100% white. So it just doesn't bother me. They're both good actors and they're killing it and it doesn't bother me at all. He says, well, what's the difference between that and the freak out about Scarlett Johansson? And I think the answer is simple because there's some people who are mad that she's black. Really? Yeah. And I think that the reason that that's weird to me is because it's a punching up and punching down thing. From a cultural standpoint, if you are, um, if they replace your white character, that's akin to punching up because the power is the one 
that punches down. So if they change a black character into a white character, that's punching down, and that's a power dynamic. That's people in power punching down. Okay. It's I the best way I can explain I just it. I'm like, they've picked great actors and actresses. That's all that matters when you're watching something. Did to you, me... Yeah. Did you know that that's Th- uh, Thandy... New- I don't know how to say her name. Thandy Newton's daughter? I think it's Tandy. Is it Tandy? Mm-hmm. Like the computer? Uh, well, getting- I'm not really sure how she pronounces the it. The Radio Shack computer? <laughs> but it's kind of funny because Tandy Thandy Newton's show... <laughs> Uh, what was it? Um, Westworld got canceled unceremoniously, but her daughter's new show kicking some trash. There you go. <laughs> Although well, I don't want to spoil anything, but anyway, she was great. Is the point? Anyway, let's go. Uh, let's go. Let's go to this next one. This is from Connie. Also a text. As a couple, what is your most intense existential fear? Well, speaking of not sleeping at night, what is our <laughs> what is our biggest fear? Existential though, one that you can't quite. Nailed down. It's not like, oh, I fear bees. That's too simple. The I ones fear that are like, I will die before you, and things will just go to really hell here. <laughs> really? Yeah. I feel like the total same, but opposite. If if you die, I'm screwed. That's what I'm saying. Oh, you're saying you're afraid My if you die. That I will die, oh, and everything will be like we're that's funny. To <laughs> that's funny. I mean, uh, hmm, that's interesting. Let me think about that for a second. If Kim dies before me, I'm I'm hosed. I'll just become a lump. I know. Of, That's why it's my fear. Yeah, I'll be the worst. <laughs> no one's going to be able to deal with me. My kids are going to just be like, what do we do? I don't know. It's going to be bad. Carter's, we've already had the conversation. You have? We have. What's the plan? I've already got all my stuff in a certain place, all my passwords, all the accounts, things like that. Yeah, but if I die, you're not going to have all my passwords and my stuff. Well, I don't need that for paying the bills. I need to make sure that like the house payment gets made until things get settled. <laughs> oh, I don't like that at all. I was hoping you'd say oh, the inability for humanity to find its true worth. And but no, it's just I can't control if that. If I die, you ain't gonna be able to pay the bills. How the hell is this house going to get paid for? To, no, I just don't want you to like you know lose your house because you were like, oh, what? Three months ago, I was supposed to pay something. <laughs> I mean, that's true. I'm terrible at that stuff. And that's okay. That's why we're a team. I'm not getting remarried. I can tell you that. Okay. I've had this conversation with myself. If this happens, I'm just going to be a miserable turd and I'll, <laughs> I'll door dash in some sex workers or something just to <laughs> feel alive. <laughs> oh my gosh. Just kidding. DoorDash, DoorDash doesn't do that. Uh, Connie, thanks for the question, but I think we share the same. Uh, that's a weird thing to share. We shouldn't share, share that this, fear. Share the same fear. What's your fear that I'll die? What's my fear that you'll die? <laughs> Lame. I don't like it. Uh, Derek says this: Do you guys still find time to date, or is that a myth that longtime couples can still do that and enjoy each other? We definitely still date all the time, as often as we can get a chance to. Yeah. At least once a week at I the very least. I will say it went from going out at night, you get a babysitter for your kids, and you go on at night with your friends and stuff like that. It's turned into day dates. We go we go to lunch. Yeah, I like it, though. I like it alone. You know what? bunch of people in all the same place kind of overrated. Well, we did go I like friends. friends. Sure. Last week. Lauren, and, Lauren and Riley, two of our favorite people on the planet. I do love seeing them about once a month. Yep. It's great. Not a problem, but I have no problem just me and you going somewhere. We don't ever go to parties. Let's put it that way. It's not our thing anymore. It's not our thing. And not even since the pandemic. I just, 
I think it's important it's though because general. it gives you the time. Because yeah, you can sit and have breakfast, and you're talking about what your day is going to look like, or you're sitting at night talking about how your day went and what's going on tomorrow. But actually going out and sitting down and talking about how do you think the kids are doing, how whatever you know those kinds of dates. I think you have to have that. Even if you just go window shopping somewhere, yeah, that's fun. Malls are fun mm-hmm. when there's we like it's malls. A quiet day. I miss malls, so I like to go to them when I can. Malls are a huge part of my 80s and 90s. As oh my a kid gosh, we took the kids 20s, there yeah. every Saturday. It was our Saturday thing. Put, yeah. Pop them in a stroller and Loved it. walk them all. Yep. Spend way too much time in software, et cetera, and then complain <laughs> that Kim wants to go to some makeup place. Rainer, shut your hole. <laughs> Rainer. Shh. She can't deal with these dogs, man. It's a lot of dogs. Uh, I do miss that, though. But we still do it now, so I don't really miss it. I miss having the little kids with us, I guess. Yeah, now we sometimes will take Van with us. We're and, like, oh, we're going to walk over to lunch Ooh, this spring yeah. we could do it with yeah. both of them on Soda Row and fun. Be able to walk them over and and go on the boat rides and stuff in the summer. Yeah, so fun. That could be fun. Well, thank you, Derek, for making me nostalgic for what I used to do <laughs> on a Saturday. Uh, we got a call. This is a, a phone call came into us at eight zero one four seven one zero four six two, and it sounds a little like this. This is Sarah from Lincoln, Nebraska. Longtime listener, first time caller. Um, I just have a question about the jambalaya recipe that Miss Kim makes. Um, on the recipes that I've been able to find online, it says two cups cooked rice. And I'm just wanting to clarify is that after the rice is cooked, two cups of that or two cups dry rice and then you cook it and then you put all of that in. If you could clarify, that would be great. Mardi Gras coming up. Yeah, it is. Uh, thank you, Sarah. Yay, Mardi Gras. So uh, I think I even know the answer to this, but I'll let you answer it. The, the I'll let you answer it. Um, <laughs> but you don't even mix it in. I don't. I don't. And I'll tell you why. If I'm an actual jambalaya, my cousins make it down south. They put the rice in the pot and it soaks up all the juice. So it's like raw rice. And it yeah, soaks it's a little up. more like a goulash or, then or something. Or it can be wet. You know, cooked rice, and you can put it in after you get everything done. I don't like it because the rice kind of bloats and gets really, yeah, it the whole thing gets really thick. So I keep it separate until I dish it up. Yeah, because it's more you. It depends what you want. If you like the consistency and texture of like a casserole style, I would say put experience put two cups of cooked rice. Yeah, in the in the put it in the in the schmear. But Mm -hmm. in Kim's case, she'll make a separate thing of rice, cook that up real nice. And then you got the big jambalaya pot full of, which basically ends up just being like a big soup or a gumbo almost. Yeah. And then you can eat that without rice entirely. It's very good on its own. Mm-hmm. Or you put a little rice in a bowl, dump that on top of it, and then you've got your mix. So there's a couple of reasons why I do it. Number one, I don't like it to be mushy. Yeah. And when you put it in the refrigerator, if you don't eat it all, it gets really thick. Yeah. Number two... Scott doesn't always like a lot of rice in his, just, yeah, just for less the carbs. carbs. Yeah. And so... I, you can distribute the right amount that you want, small amount to a lot of vegetables and meat, whatever. But yeah. also we make two different pots because Carter's um, doesn't eat the meat. So she only eats the shrimp. So I will usually have two pots of jambalaya. So I do a whole rice cooker, keep it separate, and then keep it separate the whole time till you make it to yep. eat. Yeah, I would recommend doing that. But, you know, your mileage may vary. So uh, maybe ex- <laughs> experiment and see what you like, I guess. Uh, I will say that uh, this is a weird thing, and I don't. I might be the only one that does this, but once in a while, Kim will make jambalaya, and it'll be in you know leftovers. I oh, the love vegetarian it. Vegetarian style that doesn't have any meat in it, right? or even the stuff with meat doesn't matter. Okay. 
I like it cold. You eat it like a salsa with chips. It's weird. <laughs> I love it. You take you get some good tortilla chips and and eat it like a salsa. You're it's it's heaven. It's so good. I could eat the whole batch that way. It is like a like a Cajun salsa. Yeah, it's funky. It's funky. But I don't know. We I are excited to have Mardi Gras. Yeah, we when always is that? make jambalaya. When is Fat Tuesday? When is this? I'd have to look. It changes every year because it's six weeks before Easter. Why do they call it Fat changes. Tuesday? Because you can eat whatever you want and then you have to dump you it party. all. You party. Okay. Yeah, because just... Ash Wednesday is the day after and that's when... So when you put a little ash over Catholics, your face. Yes, you go ask for you forgiveness go, for everything you did on Fat Tuesday. You catch all the Pokemon <laughs> and you wear your Ash <laughs> costume. I get it. I see how it is. It is February 21st this year. Oh, is it always different? I yeah. guess it would have to be to make it a Tuesday every time. It's always six weeks before, it's the day before Ash Wednesday and six weeks before Easter. Have you ever wanted to go down to like Bourbon Street in New Orleans on that week? Has that ever been like a thing you'd want to do? Uh, not it really. sounds like I've, a nightmare. I went to Mardi Gras, the same type of thing in my hometown when I was a kid. Yeah. Super fun. Yeah. You have lots of, they throw out tons of fun things from the parade floats. It's just really fun and loud and lots of music and it's it's a blast. Yeah. But Mardi Gras in New Orleans, I feel like, is too many people for me. It's whole new level of, of crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and you can open carry your drinks everywhere. Like a lot of places have rules about, well, if you buy it in this bar, you drink it in that bar. And you can't get it's up open, and move. It's open kind of like Vegas. Yeah. It's like, is Vegas really do that everywhere? Yeah. Because so people can, walk down the street with those really big, tall drinks. Oh, and the stuff. ones shaped yeah. like legs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Freaking Vegas. <laughs> We'll be there in April. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Uh, it's funny. People are always like, Scott, you don't really like to party. Why do you like to go to Vegas? That's all about partying. It's not really. I like the spectacle and the bigness and the weirdness and the. They're very cool, different things. Yeah. Vegas is so much more than just partying and gambling for. for yeah. We don't just walk the strip and party all the way to up and down that place. We go to all the fun stuff there. Yeah. There's a lot of really cool things there. Yeah. I don't really drink and I don't uh, party really and I don't gamble at all so i'm like <laughs> i seem like the wrong guy in the town but i actually really like it there have fun there it's some real <laughs> fun <food>. people watching <laughs> yeah fun people watching great food weird moments you know insane architecture that's shouldn't even exist i like, mean you got some fun stories out of most of it oh too. yeah hell yeah and there's you know there's reasons to go that aren't just for debauchery <laughs> um I mean, it was that one time we rented like five hookers, though. Remember that? Yeah. That was right. awesome. Just kidding. We didn't do that. Rented. Rented. Isn't that how it works? You rent them? <laughs> you use you the app. Even know how you just how get, the app. You get the app and you go, all right, I'm right here. Just show me the four nearest ones. It's like getting an Uber. Anyway, uh, so there's that. Let's see. Uh, thanks for the call. That call came to us at 801-471-0462. You can use that to text or call us, or you can do traditional emails, uh, skimshow at gmail.com. For our foodie this week, I think you should tell people about that cool vegetable soup thing you made, because that was really good, and I would so eat that I'm again. I'm trying to use more things that I already have. And we have a cold storage that has lots of canned foods. And we have, we always have carrots, potatoes, you know, mm-hmm. the average things in your pantry. Yeah. But we had some extra things, which were, I had some shallots and fresh garlic and then potatoes, carrots, celery, and I ended up having some kale. So I made this and just with chicken broth made a vegetable soup. Oh my. 
Oh, my. Yeah, and it was good. The kale was the surprise winner of the joint. Yes. Didn't expect to like that so much. You may not always have that on hand, but right now we do because we're making smoothies. Yeah. First of the year, everyone gets real healthy. Yeah, but, but it felt it felt like a fancy... It felt fancy. It felt fancy? Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's pretty basic. I don't know that I, you meant I was to trying do. to use things that we already had. I didn't want to go to the store. It was snowing again yesterday, and I'm just... It's cold out, and I'm like, okay, what do we have here? I can make something out of what we have here. Mm-hmm. Always good. You can make stuff out of what you already yeah. got. That's some. That's and if some, you you could add egg noodles to that and make it a what's egg noodles? Just the flat, made, ones. Yeah, those are made out of eggs. Yep. Oh, I thought it meant you put it with things that had eggs, like uh, no, ramen. They're made the, with eggs. I didn't know that. In the pasta, I know rice noodles are made out of rice, <laughs> and I know regular noodles are made out of. Semolina flour. Flour. Yep. Semolina. Mm-hmm. The hell's that even? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is. Um, yeah. I, it's a good pasta flour. Anyway. So you really think if I died, you'd be fine? You'd just work through it? I'd, I'd be more okay. You'd be more okay? I think than I will. you would. <laughs> That's, I don't You're just going to run right out and meet some dude? <laughs> Whatever. No. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. Go. Who needs more in-laws? I'm not doing that. <laughs> Oh, no way I'm doing that. Oh, my gosh, dude. One round is enough. Uh, anyway. Besides, how do you do that? How do you go I, on? No. I know people do it all the time, but I don't think I can do it. No. I think I just like, I don't know what I do. Just me and Rainer <laughs> living in our filth. You want to do that, girl? Just me and you? She's, She's like, looking yeah, at whatever. you like, okay. Well, sounds good to me. Kind of like that now. All right. So, yeah, try making food with things you already have. I don't know what everyone's pantry looks like for sure. I hope you don't. But you could probably usually make a little chicken noodle soup for yourself. Yeah, it's very, very good and uh, highly recommend uh, that. It didn't sound like... So wait, what's the base of it though? Because you had carrots in there, potatoes, uh, celery maybe. Celery. Kale. What else? Onions. Onions. Garlic. And and what's the base of it though? Oh, chicken broth. Just chicken broth. Which is just any kind of... You can get that anywhere. Yeah. Okay. How do they get that out of a chicken? Dig out, and I, the reason I was working on that stuff is because I've been trying to clean out the pantry. Because it's, you know, first of the year, you try to see what you have, use it before it goes bad. Everyone's trying to spend a little less money. Sure. How do you get chicken broth out of a chicken, though? Do you know? You sque- squeeze it squeeze really it? hard. <laughs> I've never I've never known. Like, how do you get that much it's, liquid? It's made from chicken. It's not from the chicken. What's it from? It's made from the... the Chicken, oh, I'm trying to think what I'm trying to say. Endocrine system? Like this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it's from. I've never had to ask this question. Or beef broth. Where's that all coming from? So if you take beef or chicken yeah. and cook it in water, yeah. like from raw, you end up with beef broth, chicken broth. Oh. It's just coming from So it's mostly water the, then? Yes, it's mostly water. Oh, I thought it was full chicken juice. No. Chickens don't really have I'm juice. Gonna, I'm going to get so much or crap fingers. for this. Or fingers. Yes, I'm gonna get, I'm going to get replies about you this. You are. Till the end of time. <laughs> All right. Well, so it's what not I know from the animal. It's from water pulling those flavors out of whatever meat you're using. It's it's a you comfort can make pork to know. Broth. You can make vegetable broth. That's true because you're just soaking whatever you're doing. Yes. Okay. I kind of I probably could assess that out if I'd have thought about it. But I really didn't think they were. You don't cook. I also thought they were. Excre- I thought they were excreting juices out of a chicken. Ew. Like, oh, give me the carcass. We're not quite done. Wait, he's <laughs> crying. Let's get the tears. <laughs> yeah. Put some chicken tears in there. Rainer, no whining. What's the matter? There's dogs out there. Uh, well, we're almost done anyway. 
Uh, don't forget, you if you like Skim, there's a way to help us out. You can throw us as little as a dollar a month over at patreon.com slash frogpants. It's kind of the catch-all for all the extra small stuff I do around here. And this is one of them. So not that it's small. You know what I mean. I know what you mean. But if you never want to hear ads or things like that, that's a great place to, to go and, uh, and toss us a little, a little skin, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, actually, it sounds weird. Frogpants.com slash skim <laughs> is our website, skimshow at gmail.com. And, of course, that number to call or text is 801-471-0462. You got anything else you want to mention before we go? No, everybody stay safe out there. It's cold. Be safe. Be warm. We'll see you next time. All righty. Ready for breakfast. Here's the table. Father, mother, Bill and Mabel. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.